Betches Media presents. Will you suck? I'm in. To fix this water problem. Sorry to this man. You can have a hundred people in the room. And I, oh, goodbye, Kyle. At Betches. Rise and shine. Hey guys, and welcome back to At Betches. I'm Dylan Hafer. I'm Kay York City. And I am Chris Burns. We have lots to talk about today. We're going to touch on Kristen Cavallari and Jay Cutler's divorce. There's updates. There's a new Twilight book coming out this summer. What, why, how. Uh, We have some casting news in a Tiger King adaptation. And we've got some updates on The Bachelorette. It's it's coming sooner or later. It's coming sooner or later. Uh, actually, we also have an interview at the end of the podcast. Um, I interviewed David from Too Hot to Handle. And I'm telling you what, guys, he is so fucking hot. Um, that was the best interview I've ever done. So make sure you guys stay tuned and um, listen to that at the end of the podcast. Would you say he's too hot to handle? way too hot to handle. I was like shaking. I put on a full face of glam and I curled my hair for the first time in like two months. (laughs) So speaking of Kay getting hot, we have something, something very excited to talk about. Kay, fill us in on what's going on. Okay. So, um, big news, huge news. If you guys don't know already, um, if you are, maybe you guys know like somebody, a guy who is single are out there looking for love. Um, ladies, if you guys have any single guy friends, please send them that my way because Chris, do you want to take over? Yeah. Cause listen guys, you're in luck. Our girl Kay is single and looking for love. We're currently casting for a lucky group of single guys to compete for her heart in our all new digital IGTV show. The feeling is virtual by the end. Kay will be left with only one guy who will have the key to her heart. So you can apply for yourself or nominate a single guy by going to Betches.com slash casting. Again, that's Betches.com slash casting. And while Kay is getting wifed up, I am talking all things Bravo on our brand new podcast, Mention It All. It's available now. We're releasing new episodes every Monday, Thursday, and Friday for all of your quarantine entertainment needs. And subscribe now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. I don't really care. (laughs) Just subscribe. Just subscribe. Subscribe, rate, review, subscribe. Um, It's going to be a great time. Me and Barry are talking all things Bravo literally all the time. Um, So first today, we need to talk about the divorce that has rocked some of our worlds. Um, Kristen Cavallari and Jay Cutler. So last Sunday, a little over a week ago now, they announced that they were getting divorced. This sort of came as a big surprise. They're very coupley on their reality show, just kind of their public persona is very together. And so they made a positive statement on Instagram, but then Kristen filed some legal documents that alleged misconduct with Jay. And just today we found out that they have reached a custody agreement for half and half custody. And in return for getting the custody he wanted, Jay is giving Kristen the money to buy a new house. So, oh, wow. So wait, this all happened today, right? Because this was yeah. not the case like yesterday. So last week, it looked like we were gearing up for a little battle situation because Kristen wanted primary custody and Jay wanted 50-50 and Jay was withholding the funds for her to buy a house. But now it seems like Jay got what he wanted for custody and Kristen is buying, she's buying a $5.5 million house in Tennessee. 
And I'm like, I feel like $5.5 million in Tennessee must be a lot of house. A lot of house. Also, like, both of them have money. Yeah. But I think they have their combined... I think their money is probably all combined because of the marriage. So he kind of is being financially abused, or was, because if it's her money and he's withholding it from her... Well, look, the thing is, Kristen Cavallari definitely has her own money, but being a star NFL quarterback is not the same money as doing an e-reality show. So Jay, I think, probably has a little more in the bank than Kristen. Yeah. Yeah, Um, you're probably right. I mean, I bet the divorce is not as final as it seems today, and I'm sure there's going to be a lot more... um, twists and turns and fights that come that come (laughs) and I'm sure that come I'm like thinking about like my family members that have had like messy divorces I'm like this is not over no regardless of what happens I'm sure we'll see it play out on season four of very cavalry coming someday to E (laughs) right because I think um it's been kind I haven't really watched the show I've seen like a few episodes here and there but there's not really much going on so maybe this will amp up the show a little bit well I watched season one when the premise was basically like a bootleg Vanderpump rules and it was Kristen and her employees at her like jewelry store but they've really retooled it since then. And it's kind of just like Kristen and Jay with like a couple friends. And I have not been keeping up lately. So keeping up with the Cavallaris. No, right. That's no, what no. we are now. Yeah. Now that, or there now won't that be another season. Who knows? <laughs> Me too, bitch the fuck. <laughs> too bitch the fuck. Um, speaking of things that are insane, there's a new Twilight <laughs> book that's coming out, which I was not even aware that was a possibility my high school body was not prepared (laughs) like i was not ready for this i Um, feel like this is coming to eight ten twelve years too late i don't (laughs) way too late you can't just like what 15 years yeah since the first book came out it's been 15 years but it's like um we've had countless what four movies or something five movies five yeah this is way too the last one (laughs) Where were you? I just think like the people that were, so the people that were like 15 when Twilight came out are 30 now. They don't want to read this book. Yeah. And I was reading like the actors in Twilight were like, well, vampires aren't supposed to age. So I don't know if I'll be able to be in the movie adaptation because I'm 30 now. Oh my God. Oh, Kristen Stewart would not touch this movie with a 10 foot pole. Oh my God, never anywhere near a, tw- a midnight sun movie but i mean i'm um, sure the book will do very well so good for stephanie meyer i mean it's yeah maybe we'll rein in a new group of people they've decided this is what we need now in 2020 is basically twilight fan fiction written by the original author in this economy so, yeah sure sure well, apparently apparently she wrote it like years ago and then somebody hacked her computer and like released what she had written and so then she pulled it and said like she wasn't going to work on it for a long time because she was so mad that somebody like violated her space like that and in the article i read she was like because the bad guy would win if i kept reading if i kept writing right now and i just couldn't avoid that and i'm like okay girl you're really letting um down fiction become fact here maybe her 
maybe her bag was getting a little low and she needed the the coins. <laughs> she needed she needed the coins, which I cannot I imagine feel. Stephanie Meyer needs coins. There's no her, world. The Cullen coins. <laughs> like she has got to have so much money. I yeah, know. Probably, I'm yes. jealous. But regardless. <laughs> um this next thing is kind of annoying to me. Yeah. Okay, so, so yeah, you explained okay. it because I haven't oh. seen it. I haven't seen it, so I can't. So there's, so there are multiple Tiger King scripted movies, series, limited series, whatever, in the works. And we found out that one of them is going to feature Nicolas Cage as Joe Exotic. And, uh, okay. Here's I mean, what okay. I will say. Yeah, go. Um, there's so few gay roles and gay roles like that that are so fun. Like, that is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity gay role, Joe Exotic, <laughs> and we have Nicolas Cage coming into play. You can't find me a gay hillbilly to play Joe Exotic. Give me a goddamn break. I will play Joe Exotic, okay? I think it's I mean, insane. it's only right. It's only right, but good for Nicolas Cage booking again, I suppose. I think the thing for me is that Nicolas Cage is very talented. He's like an, an award-winning actor, but in my mind, the thing that I always go to is National Treasure. Yes, and so I just same. think I just think of Nicolas Cage in like Joe Exotic drag being like, I'm gonna steal the declaration of independence. <laughs> Joe Exotic drag is such a um I'm excited to turn. see because there's another one going where Kate McKinnon is uh Carol Baskin. I feel but, like that's what I'm really looking forward to. Oh, yeah. Anything Kate McKenna. I, I have to be honest. I have not seen Tiger King. Um, I feel like I'm the only person on this planet who has yeah. not seen it. But um, you probably it's wild are. that Tiger King was a thing while we were already in quarantine. Right. And now we've. it feels like it was years ago. Years ago. And we are still bored in the house. <laughs> bored in the house. <laughs> Give me season two of Tiger King. That's what I'm looking for. I never um, even watched the extra episode of the interviews. I was like already moved past it by the time it came out. I started it and it was so boring and weird. And Joel uh, McHale is odd. It was just not not great. Yeah, also, was, like I'm like I can't with all these Zoom TV shows. Like I would rather watch a rerun. Oh yeah, <laughs> watch a rerun any day, any day. I can't with the Zoom TV as well. Like that's a whole different topic that I could go on for for days. But um, speaking of uh, TV, AB, ABC has confirmed that Claire's season will resume filming eventually. Um, we don't know when this is actually going to happen. Uh, Chris and I actually touched on this in our podcast episode, The Bachelor, which is out today as well and you can get like ba, ba, the ba, ba, full ba. story i know ba, 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 ba. <laughs> which you can get the full story on the bachelor but we're definitely going to talk about it really quick here as well um so they have decided to tell us that or what's his name robert mills some abc exec has told us that it's happening but they're probably going to be filming it like late summer um mid to late summer which i still think is very early for um to make these sort of calls. You know yeah. what I mean? Like nobody's like nobody's doing anything midsummer. No, we can't this is not going to be happening yet. I'm very curious. So they basically said that there won't really be travel on her season when they do film it. Like maybe they might figure out a way to do hometowns, but they're not going to like exotic locations or anything. Right. Yeah. And 
I'm really curious what that will look like because the last few seasons, I feel like they've traveled so much. So much and early too. Right. It's like by the third episode, they're already in Mm -hmm. North Carolina or Cleveland. Yeah, Yeah, they're doing something. But what what he said exactly was, this is their plan. As of right now, the plan is to get a great location that has a ton of space where everybody could safely be together and we can still have great dates that still feel big and romantic and we can shoot the entire season there. I'm sorry, but like just because there's space doesn't mean that like she's not going to be kissing all of these guys and transferring all of these germs like what it sounds like he's describing like when you're a kid and your dog dies and your parents don't want to tell you and they're like he went to live with a nice family on a ton of land (laughs) and like describe a fake place that's what i feel like heaven he's describing yeah they're filming in doggy heaven is what's happening i I wrote about this last week and i was thinking it sounds to me like the mental image that's conjured up is like a giant empty airplane hangar and they're just going to have like cots set up for them to sleep six feet apart and then every week they'll just set up like a date in a different corner and like have a nice romantic table like in the middle of the airplane hangar and claire's just like in a glass like bubble in the middle of the hangar wearing a hazmat suit well that's what they're doing with listen to your heart almost like the dates are so basic like they're going to random recording studios they went to guitar center once um they had one of their (laughs) dates this past episode they just had a picnic in the yard of the mansion and this was not even during quarantine okay we can afford tony braxton as a guest judge but you guys are gonna sit on the sheet in the yard for your date enjoy when you can see the house guys i have not i have not even tried to watch listen to your heart and it sounds like i'm not missing much you know we're i'm not gonna tell you to watch it (laughs) (laughs) but i'm gonna say you should listen to um chris and i talk shit about it on the bachelor podcast (laughs) or listen to your heart i'm sure that's more entertaining than the actual show for sure Listen, we all know that scratchy PJs can make a cranky kid. I want my kids to be comfy when they sleep and are rested in the morning. And that's why I snuggle them up in Little Sleepies. Little Sleepies makes award-winning bamboo PJs that moms rave about. I am said mom. I am obsessed with Little Sleepies. They are so, so, so soft. I just got one that was the Checkmates Zippy for my son, Lucas. It's so adorable. And it's limited edition, so everybody go check it out. Little Sleepy's Zip Romper Pajamas, aka Zippies, the ones that I got, were designed with thoughtful details like fold-over feet, mittens, and a double zipper to make the middle-of-the-night diaper changes easier. Made from the buttery soft, custom-milled Luna Luxe Bamboo Viscose, their Zip Footy Pajamas are gentle on sensitive skin and babies with eczema. But what parents rave about the most? How long they fit. And Little Sleepies makes the best baby shower gift. They have inclusive sizing from preemie to adults 3X. There are also nursing and pregnancy-friendly styles available for adults. So try a pair of Little Sleepies today. Fair warning, you'll never go back. You can try Little Sleepies for yourself by visiting littlesleepies.com. Plus, get 15% off your order on littlesleepies.com with code BETCHES. That's L-I-T-T-L-E-S-L-E-E-P-I-E-S.com with promo code BETCHES. Speaking of things that are entertaining to me, Dylan has been doing a roundup of the cringiest celebrity TikToks, and I watched all of them in um, horror yesterday. Oh, the TikToks? Okay, so I 
I too have TikToked. Um, but oh, have you? No, oh, there's have a difference. I? There's a difference between a good TikTok and a cringy TikTok and a celebrity TikTok. Honestly, <laughs> I haven't seen any like really, really good celebrity TikToks. Like. Stuff that's like, oh, yeah, that's amazing. Or like Jason Derulo is very good on TikTok, but still weird because he's dancing with like these 18 year olds. Okay, well, that's something. (laughs) I actually really liked the ones that Kylie was doing last week with Stassi, where she was like doing Keeping Up with the Kardashians sounds. Okay, those are good. Agreed. I think celebrity TikToks that are like self-referential can be really fun or that kind of are in on the joke, but it's when celebrities are really trying sometimes mm. that it totally falls flat. And I think the worst offender for me is one Peter Weber of Bachelor yes. Nation. Yes, Peter Weber. It's also first step, learn the words. If you're doing these lip sync TikToks, learn the goddamn words. Nothing pisses me off more than watching Peter Weber just say cornbread cauliflower while over some TikTok sound and then Eat. Kelly appears at the end and now we have to watch this. Chris's drag queen sensibilities are really shining through in this because he has no time for people not knowing their lip sync. It's true. I don't. <laughs> I've been begging Chris to get on TikTok for a minute now. And I think, I mean, it is time. You know, I we made one it. yesterday. The I made people- one yesterday. Oh my god! But I didn't post anything. But I did reserve my name because I was like, "What if somebody else steals my name?" Oh, so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get into it. Wait, so Dylan, who did who were you saying was the worst other than Pilot P? I thought you were gonna say somebody else. Um, one of my personal. I that's what I was gonna say. Oh my god, Uh, she. Okay, she's one that I. I'm kind of obsessed with because it's so rough. And Heidi is at home. She looks like she's doing cosplay of what Britney Spears looks like in her dancing videos, but like somehow <laughs> better and worse at the same time. This video where she was wearing these ridiculous high-waisted booty shorts that just were the least flattering piece of clothing I've ever seen. And she's dancing she's lip syncing she has no idea what she's doing and her husband is making tiktoks as well separately i can't i just miss i miss spencer's um hummingbird videos where he'd put on the like the hummingbird glasses and would just let the hummingbirds come to his eyes and they would like eat out of his weird like snapchat goggles (laughs) have you guys seen that no no it sounds like you're describing like a acid driven fever dream that is what I have to send it. I have to send this to you guys because it is the most outrageous thing. He, this is when he like was on Instagram. Oh, it was, I mean, probably a year or so ago. Like he started with the crystals and then he turned to um, the whole uh, hummingbird things where he put on these Snapchat goggles and would put like whatever in them. And so the hummingbirds would come up to his eyes and like, or to the, to the glasses and they would eat out of them and he's like recording it. I mean, I would watch it. You guys, I, I can't the, make this all up. All of these TikToks that are terrible. Vanessa Hudgens, sweetie, Oof. get yeah, off the internet, okay? This is my thing to... with Vanessa Hudgens. Get off the internet. It is not doing anything for you or your career. And that's just the tea. Vanessa Hudgens is one of those celebrities where I feel like in normal life, we don't think about her enough to get sick of her. She just kind of exists. But in 
quarantimes, she is way too online and just everything she does makes me like her less. Where is her, like, where is her manager? Where is her PR? Like, somebody take her phone away. And the thing is, okay, Vanessa, you're getting a resurgence, okay? These Netflix movies are really working for you. Focus on that, okay? Write, write a script. Do something. Focus on the Christmas movies you have coming up. Keep those paychecks rolling in. But getting herself canceled on TikTok talking about Coachella and how much she misses it and shit like that, I'm like, just stop. Who's I don't know who her manager is. Also, I've heard she's a nice person in real life. So it's like... It's a shame. You hate it's to say it. I believe that she's nice. I just think maybe she um, she's missing a couple brain cells and just doesn't quite know how to read the room. Gone to yeah. Co- Coachella one too many times. <laughs> yeah, honestly, it's hard to go to Coachella one too many times and and not lose a few brain cells. <laughs> okay, so let's just go around and each say one celebrity TikTok that we really really disliked. Okay, you can start. Okay, I'll start. Um, so I know we're going to go back, but I have to go back to um, Peter Weber, Pilot Pete, whatever his name is. But he posted a TikTok. Peter of the Pilot. Peter the Pilot. He posted Imagine a TikTok. getting on a plane and Peter is your pilot. I no. would, be like, would never let him drive me in a car, my God. let alone fly me in a plane. <laughs> yeah, I would be like breaking out of the emergency exit before the yeah. plane took off. No chance. But um, he posted a TikTok recently, um, actually this this past week, him and Kelly, because they are official now. And um, they've been quarantining together and making TikToks for a while. But they post on Instagram, announce their relationship. And I guess they think they think that people care about them being together way more than we actually do. Yes. We actually don't care about Peter and Kelly dating because we've known about it. Like it's not like we haven't seen it. They're in every, they're in each other's Instagram stories every single day. So this is not new news. And then he posts this TikTok with them being like, nobody want to see us together. You know, that song from like high school. Yes. And I'm sitting there like, what? Why are you doing this? No, but like this, you're drawing more attention to it than actually needs to be. Well, and then he posted that picture of them together in the plane from the season of The Bachelor and be like, I finally caught you. I picked you, like I got, I got the one. And it's like, you, they think that we're like cheering them on at home and all of us are rolling our eyes. Rolling um, our eyes because he was, she wasn't even top three. <laughs> no, and Kelly, sweetie, you are an attorney. Get it together, okay? Why do you go? Why would you go to law school to then make TikToks with a song from high school where you think that you and Peter Weber are the Romeo and Juliet of uh, reality television? Right, like their their toxic relationship where he picked multiple other women before he chose before he decided to settle with her. It's, Wait, real quick. Would you rather have Peter as your pilot or Kelly as your lawyer? Oh, I think Peter because I would rather. Well, it depends on. Wait, that's w- so good. What's the criminal <laughs> charge? <laughs> I guess yeah. that would be for murder. Absolutely not. I'm getting on that plane. <laughs> yeah, Kelly. I don't. I don't know if I need her representing me. Yeah. At any point in time. One would assume she probably doesn't represent at least, many people. At least Pete would have a co-pilot, probably. That's that's true. And I feel like he's like, cert. you have to be like certified. Yes. Um, yes, for sure. 
Um, okay, so really quick, I want to talk about a TikTok from the one and only Tyra Banks, oh, where oh, she's baby. in a beanie looking rough, as we all are at this point, and it's just her clips of her going, I'm hungry, I'm hungry, I'm hungry, I'm hungry. And I feel like Tyra thinks this is so funny, and I just have no idea what's going on. Tyra, this is a classic case of somebody that's too hot and famous and. Let me give you an example. Adam Levine on The Voice. Oh. Watching The Voice is intolerable because Adam Levine thinks he is the comedian of the year and is so funny and everyone laughs at him because he's hot and famous. And you know my solution for that? I just don't watch The Voice. No, me either. Because I'm like, I can't, <laughs> me, I can't no, do it. Nobody watches that. Okay, Chris, um, one more TikTok. <laughs> I have to go with the person, maybe my least favorite famous person ever, um, Jake Paul. I just, Oof. number one, he's terrifying. I would not want to be in the same room as him. Number two, he's just the epitome of a douchebag. <laughs> so he does a TikTok in his own giant mansion of a house where he mm-hmm. says that his roommates are trying to evict me from my own home, <laughs> LOL, because he's riding a dirt bike through the house that has Gucci stickers on it and then down the stairs and then jumps off the dirt bike takes his clothes off and does a pull up on a basketball hoop that he has in his living room it's like if you took a eight-year-old boy and was like here's a hundred million dollars go crazy gave him like heavy machinery (laughs) it's like richie rich (laughs) Um, okay so don't go anywhere because Kay has her interview with david from too hot to handle and it's gonna get hot Hopefully you can handle it. (laughs) We've all been there, trying to fit everything we might need for a trip, only to end up with a suitcase bursting at the seams. But with Base, there's room for everything. 15 pairs of underwear for a weekend trip? No problem. Deciding between a few pairs of shoes? Bring them all with Base. It is my go-to travel bag. I love that the bag expands because I'm a chronic overpacker, and it still fits in the overhead compartment. It just makes it so much easier to travel when I know there's a special place for everything. It makes me feel like a more organized version of myself. And I love that cushioned handle. I always get compliments on it, too, from anyone who's helping me with my bags. Base is thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage. 360-degree gliding wheels, a cushioned handle, built-in weight indicator, washable bags for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets you need. Their luggage comes in multiple sizes and colors, and for shorter trips, the Weekender bag is super functional and even has a place to store your shoes separately. Every piece is made to look better with miles, so you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Base has over 30,000 five-star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Base has your personal items covered. Right now, Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash betches. Go to basetravel.com slash betches for 15% off your first purchase. That's B-E-I-S travel.com slash betches. All right, everybody, welcome back. We are on the App Betches podcast, and I have everybody's hottest too hot to handle cast member David here. Hi. Hey, how you doing, Kay? I am great. I'm I just told him before we started this interview how I usually can't do anything on Tuesdays, but they were like, We need you to interview David. And I was like, dropped everything, canceled all meetings, um, <laughs> put whole life on pause to do this. So I am very excited to have you on Zoom here right now. Yeah, this is nice that we get to see each other. Like I feel like we're we're fully communicating now because I can hear your voice so beautifully and clearly and this wonderful uh, uh, exterior as well. I feel like this is this is fun. 
yeah, we're on a date right now. It's not a big deal. Um, yeah, no, sh- don't tell anyone. It's supposed to be a secret. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, that's what I meant. Cut that part out. Anyways, so um, I wanted to obviously ask you some questions about the show and then sort of dig into what you are doing during quarantine because I know this is uh, crazy right now. Like, I can't even believe I'm talking to another person that isn't my coworker. So... Um, <laughs> Yeah, lockdown's been a strange one for everyone, hasn't it? <laughs> it you know, it sure has. Uh, but let's do like some show questions first, just because I know all of us have just binge watched Too Hot to Handle. I mean, literally sat in front of my TV and like vegged out and drooled all day. <laughs> like no shame. That was that was it. Um, so what was your favorite part about this whole experience? Like, was there one thing that like stood out to you the most that was like oh my God, this is, I'm so glad I did this. Um, That's a really good question. I think that there's like multiple moments throughout the, throughout the show, which were like really impactful, like Mm -hmm. where I personally got a lot from it, you know, like where it either was moving or I could feel like the shift in dynamic, you know, obviously doing the workshops was so powerful, like doing the workshops and, like staring at Rhonda and that whole the emotional scene with her and I, like that was something which like really moved me. And then the workshop that I that we did with just the guys too. Like Yeah, definitely. That was so powerful. Like there was so much in that workshop. Like we were there for a long time. You know, we were doing that for like I would say it was probably like four hours. Really? Yeah, yeah. See, that's one thing that I wish um there would have been more of like uh, the, I'm glad obviously it's like a fun eight episode thing but I could have like sat through this for another eight you know what I mean like extended the episodes out like been able to watch you guys evolve more because I remember when it first started I was like oh this is such a weird concept like what's gonna happen like I don't I don't get it but then I was like oh wait I actually really really like this um, and seeing all of you guys sort of like evolve and grow as people was really interesting too i mean you came out and you were like what did you say i think it was (laughs) i think it was like i take my shirt off when i get to bars and i was like oh my type (laughs) i was like i was like that is fun also my type so um (laughs) (laughs) well like i was like okay what would i do like if you go into like you know, I was getting asked questions like, do you have chat up lines? Like, what's your strategy when you're talking to girls? I'm like, I don't have a strategy. You think I think this through? No, I just, I just like walk up and have a conversation. Obviously, like I was being a bit like joking around and stuff. And obviously, course, like if you're, a, if you're a bar in like, let's say Mexico or Australia or someone, it's like a beach bar. I'd be like, take my shot straight away. As soon as it's above like 20 degrees Celsius, I'm like, you don't need tops. So yeah same that's what i was i was just like having a little bit of fun but yeah like it was uh it was such a fun 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 exciting and entertaining like month honestly it was sick i bet like who was the most fun to hang out with in the house i feel like chloe chloe is fun for sure (laughs) (laughs) like chloe's uh she just says stuff and you're like what yeah that's literally i think i said that (laughs) how did you get to that like it'd be like we'd have a conversation and she'd get lost a little bit along the way and then we kind of circle back and then do it again and 
then she'd just say something so left field it'd be like outrageous and hilarious and like chloe is is a is an absolute laugh i really really like her and and nicole as well was like so nice she was so chill yeah like nicole didn't really cause any dramas she wasn't really an issue at all she was just such a nice person to have in the um like in the cast no, I bet. I mean, um, I also love Nicole and I was like, wait, we need to find somebody for Nicole. But it also like wasn't it's not necessarily about finding somebody. It's, uh, you know, finding. Let me get deep here, but finding yourself. Oh, uh, we, had, oh. <laughs> we just had a whole breakthrough. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we've moved forward already. Yeah, it was for sure. It's like I think that was one of the things I loved about it is that you're like the winner or winners isn't it's not like you have to get into a relationship and right. that's how you win the game right like it's not it's not like love island where you need to be in a couple to stay the mm-hmm. whole purpose of it was like personal growth and personal development so that's the thing that i thought was really cool you didn't have to be with somebody that actually a lot of the people that got a lot out of it didn't end up in couples you know like yeah. bryce is a prime example of that like bryce came in as like a caricature of a human being and then he left so he much more self-confident he literally came in so uh like he was like you know i'm from la i live on a boat and i was like oh my god <laughs> like i was like getting triggered on all angles from like, <laughs> from like every angle triggers were going off but he ended up like i ended up really like liking bright i mean i think i liked everybody by the end of the show and um especially i mean i think with you um when you had that scene with Rhonda, and you know we're feeling all those feels i was like <laughs> am i okay <laughs> i was like why am i feeling this <laughs> right now on um <laughs> like about this sort of show but it was it was really awesome to like watch all of that happen um Personally, I do. So I do a bachelor recap podcast. So I interview everybody from the bachelor, this and that. And I know one of the craziest things for them is to actually see the show play back. So like my, um, uh, my friend who was on it, he was like, you know, it was, I knew what was happening when I was there, but then you see what happened like when they actually air the show like you didn't know like these conversations were taking place or these relationships were building was there anything that's um that you did not expect happening any relationships that were forming like uh you know when you were in a different area or whatever there was i mean like watching it back was definitely a little bit different because i mean like my personal journey through it is is my experience but then i get to see it from different angles i get to see other things happening right so there was a couple of things that watching it back i was like damn and the first one was like this series of events which led up to francesca and Haley kissing like <laughs> that really caught me off guard <laughs> i know but well I they were it. it was crazy because they were like um yeah nobody's gonna know it was us and i'm like um they do know that this is being recorded and will be played like (laughs) on television right yeah i think they just didn't care at the time but like it was it was the it was like francesca kind of doing it to get back at harry and like how things kind of came about when i watched it back i was like that kind of makes sense as to like why it happened it's still like in my opinion it was still the wrong thing to do it was fun to watch but it's not the like in that experience, it wasn't necessarily the right thing to do, but I see why it happened. 
And like at the time, I was just like, what the fuck, guys? Like, why are right. you doing that? That's so unnecessary. It's and so like, so left field. Um, <laughs> but like, I mean, the funniest part about that whole thing was that, you know, obviously th- they thought they're just going to get away with it. Lana wasn't going to say anything. And like, literally, like, Matt's there going, guys, please just admit it. And then they don't. So it was quite funny. Um, that, that whole La- like Lana not seeing it or Lana not catching a thing blows my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, if we all saw it, you know, Lana knows as well. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Think of yourself like a bottle of sparkling water. Get too shaken up and you're eventually going to burst. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I love therapy. I've been to therapy for many years and I love that when I have a big problem, I don't have to wait and let it fester and let it get bigger. I can start bringing it up in therapy and talk through it before it becomes an even bigger problem. Figuring out how to find coping skills when I've encountered anything that triggers me or stresses me is one of the main things that I've really learned from therapy and it's helped me so much in my life. It's helped me to be a better version of myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Betches today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Betches. So for like my last big question, are you dating right now? Like obviously, hopefully you're not going out and like meeting up with girls, but uh, are we like FaceTime dating? Have we met girls online? Is there anybody you're still talking to from the show? Lydia? Hmm. Um, at the moment like Lydia and I is is an interesting one like we got on really well she came in quite late obviously and we only had a short amount of time to kind of get to know each other and um like it was kind of like a whirlwind chaotic environment for her to come into this like she kind of came in when we're already really established in the in the process and like everything kind of happened with her in a short space of time and um and like her and i've definitely stayed in touch we've we've kind of met up a couple of times since the show's finished and like we're really good friends which is which is awesome but there's not like a there's no deep like romantic connection there between us um but i do very much like have a soft spot for her in my heart like she's such a sweet woman and like gorgeous she's so pretty as well (laughs) i was attracted to lydia so I mean, she walks walks around the corner on the sand, and I was just like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> like, I know. Kel's, no, Kel, stay away. <laughs> I I am absolutely. I get what you mean because I think we were all thinking that. Um. Okay. So now for some just like fun questions because I know we're all in this weird quarantine state right now. And um, how are you currently spending your quarantine? Are you alone? Are you with somebody? I I have a flat in Clapham in London. I live with my sister and her mm-hmm. boyfriend. Uh, so like we we kind of share the flat, and that's an interesting dynamic. You know, like normally we all have the opportunity to have some space from each other, but like right now, <laughs> not so much. And uh, like I I kind of run my business from home. My sister runs her business from home, right. and like now Adam's here a lot as well. So 
it is like relatively close. The thing that I've been finding hard though is that like obviously all the gyms are shut and oh, yeah. like exercise is, is, is been really tricky to kind of deal with. Obviously like if you, if you live in an area of the world where there's space and you have a garage, then you have some space to do this thing. Whereas like we live in a flat in London. So like space is like at a premium. We have like zero equipment. I've had to like borrow the odd dumbbell from a friend mm-hmm. and like that trying to get like a bit of a gym going on but it's that's a little bit tough but yeah we're pretty much just like locking it down in in Clapham and trying to entertain ourselves with like excellent Netflix shows and listening to podcasts and like just chatting really kind of living in the moment that's the main thing absolutely um okay here's a fun would you rather question would you rather be quarantined with your ex and her new boyfriend or be quarantined alone and not be allowed to talk to anyone. Oh, that's a big one. <laughs> that is tricky. Um, oh, I think I would probably rather be quarantined alone. <laughs> like no way. Yeah, like I'd rather not speak to anyone than be in that situation. That'd be so toxic. So toxic. Oh. Or awful. it could turn out interesting, but definitely toxic. <laughs> definitely toxic. Um, okay, so if you had like a, do you have like a celebrity crush? Let's like even add like the quarantine aspect into it. Like, who's your celeb crush that like you wished was there right now? Oh, I think I feel bad because I've been asked this a couple of times. Like, and I, I, I always feel bad because I don't really have like a celeb. I don't really have a celebrity crush. I don't know. Like, I'm we haven't slid into any DMs. No, should I have done that? Is that a thing? Like, okay. I've kind of just been like waiting, and people have been sliding into mine. Can I like have like a full confession moment here right now? Yeah, go for it. Um, so I'm not lying. You may or may not have some DMs for me, like pre this interview. <laughs> <laughs> No way! I swear, I swear, you go on your phone, you type in my Instagram name, Kerrick City, and first, okay, it was it started off like innocent and fun because I was like, um, I was watching the show and I posted about you. I was like, I am in love with this man, and I tagged you in it, and then um, I got really embarrassed because I don't, I don't really slide into DMs or anything, but I was like, oh my god, this is embarrassing. Let's make it, let's make it business. Oh my gosh, you should come on, um to betches and do something with us and then i was like oh my god k stop and then like i did it again i have like i'm embarrassed but i mean don't be embarrassed i shot my shot and that's like that's the thing you know what i love that you shot your shot because there's been like i've always found it funny that there's this like this idea that girls can't do it that guys have to do it right that guys have to be the initiators oh they won't do it but I think it's good when girls do it. Like I, I applaud it. Anytime a woman will like put herself out there for a man, that shows such vulnerability, strength, and courage. And I'm like, that's awesome. So I should expect a DM back from you promptly. I'm gonna check my phone. I'm gonna check my phone <laughs> after this. <laughs> promptly. So that's what is happening. Okay. So speaking of DMs, have you gotten any crazy ones? Uh yeah. There's been some crazy ones for sure. Like there's been. I mean, they come from a range of like, will you marry me to just sending nudes? Mine was the will you marry me. 
<laughs> that's so crazy. You saw it. That's that's a good that's a good spectrum to be on. <laughs> the, like you don't want to be at the other end of that spectrum straight off the bat, right. like sending nudes. That's a it's a different way of approaching things. But yeah, there's been some. To be honest, though, most people are just really really nice. Like the vast majority of the DMs that I see and the comments that I see are people just being really really nice. Like the the quality of the messages that I've been getting, honestly, just like blow my mind. I'm so that's kind of great. like taken back by how nice people are being to be honest yeah that's because you know it could go either way so that's really really great um yeah all right so a few like dating questions that i kind of want to know about you like what is like first of all what's your favorite like guilty pleasure cheat meal oh at the moment it's fried chicken at the moment it's fried chicken there's this place in clapham no it's in brixton in london called bird and they do like fried chicken wings like buffalo chicken wings and like chicken and waffles and it's the first i i got deliveroo the other day for like the first time in months mm-hmm. it was like i basically it was the week that the show came out and I, I wanted to celebrate with my sister and her boyfriend i was like okay guys like let's celebrate we're getting deliveroo so obviously you can't go to a restaurant i was like dinner's on me so we just got like chicken <laughs> wings and chicken burgers and like waffles and i was i was sold it was delicious all right. So what's like a meal that you would like to make for someone special? Like if you were going to cook for somebody um, like you're dating, like what's your go to? I'm going to make you this meal. Um, Do you cook? Can, Are you a cook? I, yeah, like I can definitely cook. I mean, I've I've I've, um, I've kind of been I've lived out of my parents home since I was like 16. So I've kind of been cooking for a long mm-hmm. time now. And my mom would always encourage me to cook and we'd bake and stuff like that. So the thing actually I recently learned to bake is scones, scones. Oh, yeah. Oh, they're so delicious. Yeah. So I'd probably just be like, let's do afternoon tea. I'll make you the best cup of English breakfast tea and freshly baked scones with like thick cro- clotted cream and like raspberry jam. And we'll just do that. And that'd be sweet. You hear that, ladies? We have scones. We have clotted cream. We have afternoon tea. I can tell you like with full certainty that there is not a man in New York City that would ever offer to take me to afternoon tea. <laughs> like with absolute like certainty, no, no guy would ever be like, let's get like have tea and scones. I'd be like, what's up? Yeah. Yeah. No, not just let's have tea and scones. I'll bake you tea Ooh, and scones. There we go. Like, all right um that's we have to move on to the next question um <laughs> anyways so all right so quarantine what are you gonna do what's like the first place you're gonna go or the first thing you're gonna do once you're able to like do you have like a vacation that you're like dying to go on um or do you have like family you want to see or what yeah there's a there's definitely a couple of things like this lockdown situation is 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 definitely tricky because i don't live with my mom or my dad so i think that i, I definitely want to see them straight away as soon as possible i'd see my mom um and then i really want to go over to la and, and meet up with like bryce and harry and francesca and matthew and, and basically like, do a bit of a reunion with them for sure that's um that's big on it but i think the first thing that i would do come to new york is come to New York and see you obviously and just on the way to the airport I'd link up with some of my friends here in London and we'd just go and sit in like a beer garden on a sunny day and just have like a beer or some cider and just chat and catch up 
I would literally do anything for like a $15 like watered down vodka soda right now. Like, <laughs> I mean, anything for yeah. like a dive bar vodka soda. Um, anything just to be around other people. Other people. Yeah. Anything. I'd, so, I'd like to be in a bar that's so crowded. I can't extend my hand like just so I'm close <laughs> to other people. I would, you know, like I in just a want bar a girl, that's so hot. I want a girl to spill drinks on me because she's too drunk to move. (laughs) Yeah. And then blame you for spilling the drink on you. Like, I just want to be around other people. (laughs) I feel you. I 100% agree with you on all of that. Well, thank you so much for chatting with me. I hope this was fun. Um, Yeah. Take your mind off of things for sure. Uh, Where can we follow you? Obviously... uh, (laughs) I'm asking that as if we're not all following you already, <laughs> but hit us with your Instagram handle. Yeah, for sure. You can follow me on Instagram at david.bertwistle. I'm also on TikTok. I don't know if you guys do the TikTok oh, fast moves, but I'm on, I'm on there at david.bertwistle as well. You can find me. That's the place to go. Yes. So make sure you guys are following him and make sure to watch Too Hot to Handle if you haven't already and you've been living under a rock because, oh, he just hit it the whoa and you guys are going to be able to see that. (laughs) We're going to make sure that is in the video. Um, But yes, make sure to watch Too Hot to Handle. And thank you for joining us on SF Betches today, David. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for having me. Appreciate it. Take care, darling. Batches.